le fala fala Deluxe products are selling at 10% discount. Wow, 10% off all Deluxe products. Welcome to 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. Broadcasting around the world. This is Fresh 107.9. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience.
Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107. Punch newspaper this morning, starting with this national convention. Aregbe Shola lies allies. Aggrieved chieftains support aggrieved chieftain supporters dump APC. I'll take that again. National convention. Aregbe Shola lies allies. Aggrieved chieftains supporters dump APC. That's there in the Punch newspaper. Away from this to another one. Terrorist attacks on Kaduna communities. Unacceptable. That's coming from Senator Ubasani. Away from this to another one. A court dismisses 715 million naira scam charges against Jonathan's minister. Democracy under threat in West Africa warns Obasanjo or Shimbajo. Away from this to another one. Olegemis 1.3 billion naira NSITF fraud adjourned as accused reportedly slums. Lagos mother fights off suspected ritualists att- attempting to abduct kids. Another one terrorists terrorists bomb Abuja Kaduna. Okay, yes, terrorists bomb Abuja Kaduna rail track. Attack train filled with passengers. That's uh, something they're also in the Punch newspaper this morning. And still taking more headlines from the Punch newspaper, you have this one. NLC falls deposit targets in banks. Others, Saraki Tambua Mohammed push PDP consensus plan. Consult governors 2023. I'm building strong financial system. Supporting Buhari, says Emefiele. 1.8 million candidates register for UTME Jam Partners CBT centers on diesel cost. Away from this to another one, sit at home. Enugu traders attacked. Emo schools, banks short, markets short. Our stories there in the Punch newspaper this morning. NSCDC arrest 10 persons over fuel scarcity in Gombe. Away from this, two other headlines also from the Punch newspaper. You have this. Nigeria committed to SDG's AU agenda, says Oshinbajo. Another headline also from the same paper. We're building Europe-bound pipelines to deliver gas. That's coming from NNPC. Protesting Cross River civil servants allege four-year unpaid salaries. Umai, umai. That's uh, something there also in the Punch newspaper this morning. I'll take one or two more headlines from the Punch newspaper before switching to another one. You have this APC national leader hails new chairman Adamu. Away from this, Edo attracts $531.2 million oil palm investment in nine months. That's coming from the Edo State Government. Away from this now to the Vanguard newspaper. You have this. Uh, telcos threatening telecom blackout in nine states. Oh my. Why are they threatening? 
Uh, we'll find out later on in the course of the program. FG attacks PDP over court case against convention plots to destroy Nigeria. Others at uh, their in the Vanguard newspaper. Seated home, hoodlums attack Emo police station with petrol bombs. Injure officers. That's there also in the Vanguard newspaper. Terrorists bomb Abuja. Kaduna rail track attack 970 passengers. Away from this now to other headlines in the Vanguard newspaper. 544 million naira contract fraud, fraud charges against ex-SGF. Babachi Lawal, unnecessary witness, tells court. Four dead as tanker, truck collide, burst into flames along Ekbe Expressway. PDP primaries, all Udi. LGA delegates throw weight behind Uguay. That's also there in the Vanguard newspaper. 15 killed as bandits attack Kaduna. Okay, away from this now to other headlines. You have this one in Ogun State here. Cultists kill eight persons in Ogun. That's also there in the Vanguard newspaper. So taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. Let's see if I can take one or two more before getting into details of some of the stories. Production shot-ins. Production shut-ins down, rather, production shut-ins down 70% to 2.2 to 2.2, that's MB, that's also there in the Vanguard newspaper. Foreign investments, Nigeria loses to other African countries in oil, gas, that's also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Can other stakeholders defer as Senate moves to amend Kama? That's another story there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. We'll be going on our first break. And after this, we'll be coming back and I'll be giving details of some of the stories and more. Stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, Marian Pale, clear road for the Minister of Enjoyment. My fellow Nigerians, better don't come. I say make I come here, tell you now say, go TV. Don't slash their decoder price from 9,500 naira to 6,500 naira. Now, true, my people, you say this is big and enjoy correct Go TV entertainment for just 6,500 naira. Better telenovela, game shows, Nigerian Idol, football, and other Ogbonge drama. This offer not be forever, oh. So, make you hurry visit Go TV store today. Make you Yourself enjoy mugs for less. Go TV. Love it. Love it. That's why I lose my oh, like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights thief cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces plaque, and ensures healthy gum. Oral Care Toothpaste, 12-hour dental protection system, extra fresh gel, protects from tooth decay. Oral Care Toothpaste. Fresh 107.9. Your feel-good radio just a dial away.
All right, welcome back. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Let's get to details of some of the stories that made the headlines uh, this morning, uh, starting with this one in the Paunch newspaper. Okay, let's get to it real quick. Terrorist bomb Abuja Kaduna rail track attack train filled with passengers. Some terrorists have reportedly bombed the bombed the Abuja Kaduna bound rail track on Monday. It was learned that an Abuja Kaduna bound train filled with passengers derailed after the improvised explosive device planted by the terrorists went off. The terrorists subsequently attacked the train with many passengers reportedly injured. It was guarded that some of the 970 passengers on board might have been abducted by the attackers. The point guarded that security operatives have been deployed to the scene of the attack. This is coming a few days after the terrorists attacked the Kaduna International Airport where an aircraft was prevented from taking off. A source told Point correspondent that the terrorists planted IED when it went off. It derailed the train. There was pandemonium everywhere and some people may have been kidnapped. That story runs on and on there in the Paunch newspaper this morning. Let's move from this now to other stories still in the Paunch newspaper. Sit at home. Enugu traders attacked. Emo schools, banks, markets shot. Gunmen suspected to be enforcing the city at home on Monday attacked a passenger bus conveying traders at the new market area of Enugu in Enugu state. Although no one was killed in the incident, it was guarded that several persons sustained gunshot wounds. Sources told one of Point's correspondents that the victims left their homes early to attend to their businesses when the gunmen opened fire on the commuter bus conveying them. They said, unquote, the gunmen struck in the Colliery Hospital around 5.45 p.m. and started shooting indiscriminately. They also opened fire on a bus conveying traders. I cannot state for sure if anyone was killed, but I know that many people were injured. End quote. That's uh, quoting the source there. Away from this now, two other stories uh, still in the papers this morning. You have in the Vanguard newspaper, Strike. Nans begins daily protest in Abuja. The National Association of Nigerian Students, Nans, yesterday started daily protest in Abuja over the continuous shutdown of the nation's universities as a result of the strike embarked upon by members of the Academic Staff Union of Universities, ASU. Speaking in a telephone chat with Vanguard, the national president of Nans, Sunday Asifon, said students from across the country were already converging on Unity Fountain Abuja to express their displeasure with the ongoing industrial action in the university system. That story also runs on and on there in the Vanguard newspaper. Another one from the same paper. Telcos threaten telecom blackout in nine states. Telecommunications operators in the country have warned that nine out of the 36 states of the Federation may experience telecom blackout from today if President Muhammad Buhari does not prevail on Kogi state government to unseal certain telecom infrastructures locked down in the state. The facilities, according to the telcos, were shut down over their alleged failure to pay some taxes and levied levies imposed by the state government. However, chairman of the umbrella body of the telcos, Association of Licensed Telecom Operators of Nigeria, Alton, Engineer Benga Adebayo said his members have paid all legitimate taxes and levies in the state, describing the ones in dispute as unusual. That story is there in 
the Vanguard newspaper also this morning. Let's see if I can take one or two more stories from the papers before turning to my analyst for some perspective. Okay, uh, still uh, looking through some of the stories in the papers. Uh, there's this one in the Vanguard newspaper here in Ogun State. My, oh my. The headline reads, uh, Cultists kill eight persons in Ogun. No fewer than eight persons were yesterday reportedly killed in Shagamu, Ogun State. It will be recalled that about seven persons were killed in Abeokuta in the last one week as members of Eye and Aye confraternities engaged in a supremacy battle. The clash between the rival cult groups got to its peak following the gruesome murder of an area boy popularly known as Tommy in an area in Abeokuta. Since the death of Tommy, residents of Abeokuta have been living under fear of possible escalation of the crisis. As at Sunday evening, residents of Pancheke, Onikolobo, Luo and a few other places fled for their dear lives as gunshots rented the air. Our story runs on and on. Okay, you have this one from the police. Though the police said 18 persons have been arrested. Calm seems not to have been restored as the crisis has now escalated in Shagamu, Rema area of the state. Oh my, oh my, that story runs on and on there in the Vanguard newspaper. I'll be taking one more story before turning to my analyst for some perspective. You have this one in the Punch newspaper. National Convention. Arik Beshola lies allies. A grief chieftain's supporters dump APC. Let's get details of that story. The crisis rocking the All Progressives Congress in at least 12 states has not abated despite the conclusion of the party's national convention and the charge by the president, retired Major General Muhammad Buhari for unity, the punch has learned. It was also gathered that the Reconciliation Committee, headed by Senator Abdullahi Adamu, who is now the chairman of the party, had yet to submit its full report, as only an interim report had been handed over to the APC. The punch had reported that there were 208 ongoing court cases in different parts of the country by aggrieved APC members. However, with many of the cases being concluded, some losers have now begun dumping the party, while others are now engaged in talks with the People's Democratic Party. In Kwara State, it was gathered that members of the APC faction, led by the Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, have removed the party's flag from their secretariat. A visit to the factional secretariat on number 26 up the Razak Road flower garden near GRA Lorry revealed that members had deserted the building. That story runs on and on there in the Paunch newspaper this morning. Of course, uh, it still runs, oh my, quite a lot there when it comes to you know, uh, the, you know, the ongoing issue in the APC. The headline once again, National Convention, Areg Beshola lies allies, aggrieved chieftains, supporters, dump APC. And this is as much as I'll be taking when it comes to details of the stories in the papers this morning. I'll be turning to my analysts to get some perspectives right after this break. James, we are not done with plastering or wiring. You're already buying paint. Ah, madam, so you don't know that all Deluxe products are selling at 10% discount? Wow! 10 
toothpaste. It's like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights thief cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces plaque, and ensures healthy gum. Oracare Toothpaste, 12-hour dental protection system, extra fresh gel, protects from tooth decay. Oracare Toothpaste. James, we are not done with plastering or wiring. You're already buying paint. Ah, madam, so you don't know that all Dulux products are selling at 10% discount? Wow, 10% off all Dulux paints? Yes, now. It's the Dulux Super Buy promo, and it's only between now and April 30. That's why I said let me buy all the paints we need now before we miss this opportunity. Yes, get 10% off all Dulux paints between now and April 30th in our Super Buy promo for Easter and Ramadan season. Dulux paints is available at all Dulux color centers and color shops near you. Terms and Condition supply. Dulocks. Let's color.
Welcome back. Still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Let's get into details of uh, some of the stories now that made the headlines. Okay, I have in the studio with me this morning my analyst, uh, the regular on Tuesdays, Akim Karim. Good morning, Akim. You want to become an hype man too, Akim? You want to be hyping on radio? When NBC comes for you, oh, well, I am not. I'm not you, hyping yeah. you. I'm not hyping when, you. When NBC comes for you, you be on your own. No? I have. I, I haven't hyped you. Okay. Yeah, there's a way I mean, starts now. They don't start from the top now. They say, and so today, you know, and, and that's how you. Oh, I, 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 I will take it that you you do go to clubs regularly for you to know how hype men, uh, you know, uh, start yeah. kick off things. I, I, I from a young age, my dad asked me to talk about everything. Mm, mm. So, I keep carrying the club. So if I, talk about, if I talk about hell, if I talk about hell or heaven. It doesn't mean I've been to heaven or hell. Well, you, you, have, you have done your research, as it so were. So, I researched it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, starting with this, uh, rather, um, you know, this, uh, this one in the Punch newspaper. A terrorist bomb Abuja Kaduna rail track attack train filled with passengers um, and that story, you have details saying that there were about 970 passengers on board while um you know security operatives were deployed to the scene however it's not clear if uh, you know maybe some of the passengers might have been abducted by the at- attackers that's uh, what we have in the paper this morning i do know this is not the first time we've had of, of an attack on, on on a train i remember that uh, it was uh, senator shil sani at some point who first put it up that uh, there was an attack on a particular train he was on a while back that was uh, i think that was last year or thereabout you know there was that also you know that a couple of days ago there was also an attack on the international airport on the airport in uh, at the kaduna international airport an attack by terrorists also where one person was killed now you have this again where a train was actually derailed because an explosive device you know went off on the train track as it were what do you make of the current situation where you know it seems these terrorists are getting emboldened sincerely there's, there's a way about it there's a the way we should report um, these issues mm. in a way that doesn't give a psychological victory to the bandits and terrorists over the Nigerian forces. Mm. But there's also a way that we have to report, to put out the truth to the people, so people can take informed decisions, and people can know how we got where we are and uh, how we, get, we have to live where we are. So I believe that no matter how successful or because the bandits or um, terrorists seem to get, they will still fail, mm. and they will fail woefully. But then how, we, how, how, how do we get them to fail? How do we ensure that Nigerian authorities, the Nigerian military authorities, Nigerians generally, survive and uh, triumph over these evil forces? I think uh, we need to continue to put pressure on the various governments elected, elected, to, to, to safeguard people, to protect people, which is actually the basic essence of gov- government, is to provide for the welfare of the people. And seemingly now, we are moving towards a tra- trajectory that we're, I'm seeing despondency. I'm seeing hopelessness from the Nigerian authorities. I'm seeing Nigerians losing hope totally. I'm seeing a lethargy that I have not witnessed in a very long time. Later, where people are saying, oh, he has a few months to go, he has a few months, and things continue to get from bad to worse to... I don't know other, what other word to use. Now, Cardinal State, now we have always had this issue of security. 
when when people want to be politically political talk, they say yes. When it is in the good state, they say it's the Kwabedo's fault, right? Mm. They say in other states they say it's um, a government shimaki's fault. When it happens in other states, they say security is the duty of all governments. Mm. That means the failure of the federal government, state, and local government. You and I know that there's a point that security becomes the major responsibility of the federal government of Nigeria, who controls all the military agencies, who have who, who has the chief, chief uh, commander in chief as the president. Now, this same Kaduna is where we learned that I can't even quote the correct figures again because at that point I lost track. More than 200 houses burned, and then many people killed in their homes. In the dead of the night, by bandits, in this same Nigeria, in this same Kaduna state. Now, how do people gravitate towards moving by rail from Abuja to Kaduna? Even the elites, even ministers, even senators, was because the Kaduna Abuja road was almost unsafe for road travel, right? So we will move to the to to, to the rail lines, mm. such that at the time. Everybody who was who in, who in Abuja and Kaduna were only commute by by, by, by by train from either hand. Now, that is the same place these bandits and terrorists are targeting after they have killing, completed killing of people. Mm. And yet, Governor Nelson Erufai is in that state and you see, you, you can feel, and I don't know how to put this, and the air of lack of concern. Of is adequate, it lack of com- concern adequate, or- Concern is incapacitated. Incapacitated by what? Incapacitated. People, people are elected. Lulu, Lulu. At times, I know you say these things because you want me to be, get angry, right? People, people are elected into office to solve problems. The moment you are overwhelmed by those problems, then you have no reason whatsoever to continue in that office for an extra day. Mm. If Governor Elufai uh, is incapacitated and overwhelmed by these problems. Which he inherited, which also got worse, worse in under him, mm. which which deteriorated under him. Then what is he doing in the office? I'm certain. I'm saying this on live radio today, 29th day of March, 2022. That if there had been another governor outside of the APC, that a state of emergency would have been proclaimed in in Cardinal State. Mm. I'm certain of that. Even though this government has not proclaimed any state of emergency, but. You know, it wasn't this bad before the opposition APC in say were crying, calling out for a state of emergency. When the issue of uh, cattle men, he got gone, everything happened, the opposition in the were calling for a state of emergency. So you see, on one hand, you you you, you chastise Kolesi Makinde for skirmishes in your state, and on the other hand, the Nigerian government doesn't do anything to continuous, I don't know what word you use, continuous killing of people, senseless, inhumane. Killing of people and burning of houses. These are the reported cases. 34 yeah, killed. The, 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 the police confirmed 34 yes, killed. Uh, yes, at the so time. So houses burned. Yes. Lulu, I tell that you, it should have been double week. or triple of that. As at last if week. police, we should know that we under-report negatives. Because that's their own policy. In your, your opinion. That, eh, whether it's my in opinion, whether it's not my opinion. opinion. Let's continue the decision. But, but this is expert opinion. Lulu, which expert opinion are you talking about? That was Lulu, you and I know that when there's any bad incident in Nigeria, mm. the Nigerian authorities, the emergency organization, we go and report. Because they say they don't want to manage information. 
Well, they say they want to give a balance. But, it's, but even, it's even at that, as at 37 being killed and uh, 34 being killed and 200 houses burned, and same, that was at that time. I was it just, was, it's yes, a night, I was just monitoring all up on Twitter and I saw people, one particular man, I forgot, Dan Iro Musa, for whatever, were saying that, oh, the down soldiers have come, now they are shooting at, you know, we can't continue this way. And the unfortunate part is that these people, the people in government, the progressive Congress in government at all levels, the only interest they have now is the 2023 general elections. They do not care how the economy gets ruined. For every issue we have, they will have a reason. Mm. A few days ago, we heard a large library saying that uh, energy crisis, diesel crisis, food increment is as a result of Ukraine-Russia ongoing war. That is universal. So, but in those, in those other climes, how are their nations, how are the government, the responsible government in those nations, how are they mitigating the impact of this, of this first major that is unplanned for, right? Mm. On their citizens. How are they, how are they mitigating, how are they reducing it, it is impact on, on their citizens, so, let, on let, their economy. But yes, yes. we are just, we're just open. We're just vulnerable. These things just come economically uh, and they have maximum impact on Nigeria. Let's get back to and the, ter- happens. The, the, the terrorist attack. On, 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 it's on, still on, the on. same. Mm. It's still the same. If the, 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 the Buhari administration has shown to us beyond reasonable doubt that's incapable of leading Nigeria to anywhere apart from uh, more albatross. In terms of security? In terms of everything called leadership, Lulu. In terms of everything called leadership. It's not, don't let's miss words. Lulu, don't, we are live radio. We have responsibility. In 10 years' time, I may not have this opportunity to speak on live radio. But you remember that when I spoke, I spoke the truth. I spoke truth to authority. And I said what was in my conscience and heart. It has become apparent that everything positive in Nigeria from 2015 till date has nosedived. Tell me one angle in Nigeria that the administration has excelled. Yeah, well, Apart I... from traveling out, if the wife sleeps permanently in Dubai, the husband frequents and junkets between Saudi Arabia and the United Kingdom. I do know that. For uh, uh, a, a while back, uh, Lai Mohammed did reel out at least of some of the things, some of the achievements of this administration. Oh, so you also believe achievements yeah, yeah, on paper, yeah, not yeah. achievements in real life. You, you might want to review that. You know, you might want to review. No, Lulu, Lulu, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what they call achievements. Mm. There, there are some achievements you don't have to write on paper. In 2015, we know where things were in this country. I know we purchased strength of the naira in 2015. I know the project strength of Nigeria in 2022. And I know what government was at the of affairs in charge of our treasury between 2015 and 2022. So no, nothing written on paper can tell me otherwise. Mm, mm. And if, unfortunately, even the people that claim they are pro-Buhari, pro-APC, pro-everything, are doing just for their selfish uh, 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 motives. And unfortunately, we go to the same markets. We, go, we buy the same things. We, we are under the same weather of insecurity. I mean, when was the last time you, you, you could take an holiday to go outside of the Southwest for an holiday? Even within the Southwest, you are scared. Do you understand? So it seems, and unfortunately, between now and general elections, we still have more than a year between now and the handing over. But people are already looking at a post Buhari administration. But between now and that post Buhari administration, is this how we're going to continue with pilot economy? Pilage security, worsening insecurity. But I do remember that, uh, you know, uh, during uh, Jonathan's administration, just before the election, you know, we had issues like this also cropping up. And, you know, they had to even postpone the election at the time. And they got on top of the situation. Do you, don't you think that this administration, between now and when we would have the election, also can also get on, on top of the situation? 
I think for any human being, for any organization, for any agency to resolve problems, the first thing that needs to be done is to accept that there are issues. Mm. You have a president and a leadership of the of the government that believes that everything that happens is either from the PDP or from the opposition. They do not even want to situate that. Even if these problems were caused or worsened by the PDP misrule of whatever, yes, then I think they should ensure that because they have been elected to solve problems, not to give excuses. Right? So, if the moment the government has this opinion that, yes, PDP caused all this Ula Balu, then they, they, whether they are able to solve them or not solve them, for every problem we have in Nigeria, the the administration, one way or the other, has has a way of taking the responsibility. Mm. Away. Leadership is why first taking responsibility. Mm. You have to take responsibility first. That this is the situation and then try to solve it. So if they can <clears throat> do a soul search and know that oh, this is where we got, went wrong, economically, politically, security, <clears throat> then we, they they can, they may be able to solve this problem. But as long as is this shifting of problems, refusal to accept responsibility for the palace state of the Nigerian economy. In 2015, 2016, we kept saying, even though we can say, yes, the COVID-19 pandemic altered a lot of calculations. Yes. That's, that's accepted. But we can see other economies of other worlds, other, other countries, the way they are trying to navigate. Hakim Karim, do you see this administration just like the Jonathan administration did in its time? If the first act beats, it's not, it's not, it's not about putting if they admit, putting, if that, they admit and accept within themselves that there is a problem, that, that there are problems, mm-hmm. and that they should solve them mm. without necessarily putting shifting the blame to, to others. To, to, no, not to others, to the PDP. Okay, let's move from this now. Still having to do with security, but let's move to another one where you have uh, this story in the Vanguard newspaper. Hoodlums attack Emo police station with petrol bombs injure officers. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper. Also, another one tied to this. Uh, that's from Enugu State. Let me see if I can get that particular story. Having to do with the sit at home also, Enugu traders attacked emo schools, banks, markets, shot. That is something there in the southeastern part of the country. Now, that's on one hand. I would like you to take that, hold on to that. And then in Ogun State here, we have this story in the Vanguard newspaper. Cortes kill eight persons in Ogun. I took details of that story earlier. I hope you were following. We'll also get to that. Let's just touch on it real quick. Um, I mean, you've talked about the federal government, how the federal government has not done enough in your estimation when it comes to uh, the issue of terrorist attack in uh, certain parts of the country. But let's also look at this state. Uh, let's look at Emo State, for instance, where you have uh, the petrol bomb that was used to attack a police station. That's an Emo State. In Enugu also, you know, just when forced this sit at home, some hoodlums also attacked uh, some people in Enugu State. You have that internal security, as it were. What about the governors? It seems they are also losing grip. The, the, the issue is that, um, most importantly, the architectural framework of the, the country, I don't want to say it has failed, it, uh, has challenges. And this architectural framework puts a lot of powers, responsibilities, powers too, majorly, in the hands of the federal government of Nigeria, the police commissioners report to the FG, the chief minister, everybody that who is who. It took a lot of effort by even the Southwest governors to set up the Amotekun call. Yeah. You and I know that. Even at the time, you know, some part of me, one funny organization, you know, was saying, no, you cannot have 
cannot have a Motecon call. It's against the constitution. It's against, against, it's against that. Even though it was apparent that that the policing structure was defective. Mm. And the security structure was defective. And so at times when we just say the governors are guilty of this problem, that they are losing grip. But but, I never said that. No, no, you, no, no, you, you mm. didn't say that. People suggest that. I also suggested a while ago that Governor Elgufa is not doing enough. Mm. But what control does Governor Elgufa have? What security information does he have access to? We have the DSS. We have DSS um, in all local governments. The reports they bring, what do they do to avert things like this? And this issue of cultism and cultism, it yes, happens here, everywhere. Here, here even in, even in the Bado, it happens it's, several it's, times. Yes. Well, on the particular day, they say probably it's 7-7 or 11-11. They just look for one funny days and then just do all these skirmishes and rubbish. It's a function of where we are as a society. Mm. That if it happens on a particular year, then the following year it happens again. Now, a particular person was killed in Abiyokota and then and in Shagamu. Reprisal. And then there's reprisal. Yeah. Before, before, immediately after that, as incident happened, it couldn't have been the next moment. What was the response of the previous government? What was the response of the local government? What was the response of the state government? What was the response of the DSS? I do, I do know the police arrested about 18 of them. I, I, I do think that, I, I read a story that, what, has that, what has that averted? Hmm. Mm. Lulu, you see, you see, by the mm-hmm. time we let this escalate, the issues that could be nipped in the board proactively, then we let them escalate, then we will have nobody but ourselves to blame. Mm. The government can be everywhere. Mm. What of the local government chairman in those areas? What of the community leadership in those areas? Mm. What of the religious leadership in those areas? What of the traditional institutions in those areas? You see, the society, the society is not going to be administered by, by governors or governments alone. Mm. Other, other other people also have roles to play. As well as security agencies, how well are they playing these roles? How well are they doing the needful? How well are they proactive? Or is it only when the when somebody abuses Mr. President that the DSS will now wake up and go and attack that person in the midnight? <laughs> the, the DSS, the Nigerian intelligence, Nigerian intelligence agency are not supposed to be for the personal comfort. They are to be for the protection of Mr. President, constitutionally, mm. right? But they are not to pamper him. They have to protect the nation. Mm. And in the process, Mr. President. But you see that, you, the other day, one man was saying, writing one, something, no say no to Buhari in the church, and he was arrested by the DSS. You can imagine how frivolous the DSS can get to in a country where banditry, terrorism is on the highest level. Because man is writing, say no to Buhari, then he gone, arrest him, and arrest him, and take him to court. Frivolity! The things that affect us that should that, that the DSS and the police and army should be interested in, they are not interested in them. They are majoring in the minor. Because when they say Buhari is a goat, then they go and arrest him. Someone that they can say because Akim said Buhari is a goat, then they arrest but him. But you did not say that. It's because somebody said it, I'm referring to it. Okay. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't say the president is a goat. I was well brought up. Right? But some people can get so desperate, so confused about the state of the nation that they are psychologically perplexed and they don't know what they are saying that the president does not know what he's doing. Mm. Mm. So the security agencies should do more to cope this violence. They should not go and be doing eye service on Mr. President. I don't know if the word I said is correct on radio. <laughs> oh my, oh my, quite a lot this morning in the papers. But we can't do this alone. We have to also open the phone line so you can also join the conversation. The phone lines will be a part of the conversation. 080-33-22, uh, rather, yes, 080 and 90 
0800-33-33-1079. I take the numbers again, 080-33-32-1079 and 0907-800-1079. You have just one minute to express yourself, so your name, where you're calling from, and go straight to the point. I start with this. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hakim, good morning. Calling from? You have Solomon on the line. Go ahead, Solomon. I'm calling you from the book. Um, you see, <laughs> Hakim. Yes, sir. You're coming this morning. I'm laughing in Spanish. <laughs> Look, let me say to you, the situation that Nigeria is today, we are all copied both the leader and the follower. And that is the truth. Leader have their own role to play, so also follower has their own role to play. My dear brother, look at what is happening in Ogun State. The issue of courtism. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. Go ahead. And look, at the same time, look at what happened in Southeast yesterday. Mm. I thought we denied that they didn't say uh, people should not go out, uh, people should go out, they should go with their normal business and all that. At the end of the day, when people, these people go out, then we attack them. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we still have a lot of sympathy for this IPOP and courtesy. And that was the reason why I said it, come with this issue of Boko Haram or bandit will not go away until... Everybody is ready to cooperate with the government. Thank you for your thoughts, Solomon. Thank you for your thoughts. What are we how? saying? How? People how, give sir? these people information. Okay, right. Solomon. What are we, how, what are we, how should we cooperate yes. with the government? How, sir? How do you cooperate with the government? Uh, tell See, us. I the former know, chief of Amistad. Hold on. Hold on. The former chief of Amistad said something. The former chief of Amistad said something okay. in, uh, in Bruno. He said there was a time that they are moving to one particular village. And these villagers saw them when they are moving. When they are coming, before they come back, the, the so-called terrorists have plant bombs. And they run into it and teach so many soldiers. This the same villager cannot give soldiers information, but they can give Boko Haram information. Mm. Thank you for your thoughts. I'll have to what are we talking you about? You short past uh, time. Uh, I, I can bought you some time there. Still taking more calls. Uh, 080 I give you more time. <laughs> yes, you did. You did. By asking a question, we'd let him, you know, to spend more time. 080 Let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning. Do turn off or turn down your radio set, please. Hello. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, Ashif Karim. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Good morning. is calling from People's Parliament. Good to have you. Well, good to see people in the house there. Mm. I just want to quickly uh, agree with Ashif Karim that we have problems in this country. Multiple, multifaceted problems that we have, but not still standing. We keep on you know, striving and probably telling our leaders to be able to keep it. The problem of this country of the thing is the parents have to be blamed. The government too must be blamed too because by the time there are no jobs, there are no you know job opportunities. When people leave the universities, they turn into another thing entirely. But the parents, I don't know how far are the parents going, taking care of their children, leaving care of their wards, using the word of God to tell them that you just have to live a good life so that you can be useful to yourself, you can be useful to the society as large. So parents need to be very careful. Like, I just send somebody to university, spend a lot of money, and they're there to school the day. The person was so skilled like that. I mean, it's quite unfortunate. Parents are going to pay at the same time before. Good morning, I'm a president. God bless me. Thank you.
Still taking more calls. Let's have your thoughts. 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hello. We can hear you loud and clear. I'm on my ear. Yes, you are. Your name and where you calling from? Yeah, my name is Kazim. I'm from Mumbai. Go ahead. Okay. I think this is you are discussing. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Please go ahead. Do try again then. Do try again. Although we can hear you here in the studio, once you get through, just express yourself, your name, where you're calling from, and go straight to the point. Let's see who we have on the phone line. Hello, good morning. Do turn off or turn on the radio set, please. Good morning. Good morning. He can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. I think uh, Mr. Solomon, the first caller... Let's go with, let's start with your name, please. Your name and where you call him from. Larry Olakomi, sorry. Sorry for that. Larry Olakomi, calling from Milaro. Go ahead, Mr. Larry. I believe Mr. Solomon, that first, the first caller, has spoken my mind. Mm. Mr. King, you realize that there was a time when Governor Edupai was saying that uh, these bandits, they, they should be bumped out from their adults. Mm. So Edupai, Governor Edupai is helpless. Mm. So he should not be saying, Mr. King should not be saying that... Uh, uh, everybody is not is doing nothing. Is that that's it? I didn't mean that everybody is the president of this country. I know this issue of this men, menace of this uh, criminal will have become mm. because he has been thinking on the, at the top of uh, on the top of his voice, mm. at the top of his voice that this criminal they have their head out. Why can't they bomb them? They are going to be a collateral. Uh, what's it called? Collateral. If they are going to be a damage, thank you. Oh my. He has been saying it. So why would you now be saying that everybody has been putting his hands in that place? Mm. And uh, Mr. Hakim, you will say, when the case, uh, in the case of any, is that the, the state governor at times, they are helpless. So we should not be, we should be objective in all our, uh, in all our position. All right. Now, uh, what the EAPOP is doing? Yes, the good people are supporting them. T- time is fast. Why should they have to let you go? Why, you why? short past time. Oh, thank you very much. Time. Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Okay, still taking more calls. 80 and 0907 We're trying to keep the time so we can take more calls so others can also share their thoughts. Let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. I have everything, sir. Very well. Your name and where you're calling from and go straight to the point. I am Mark Demolero calling from Laro. Okay, go ahead. Sir, people should realize that um, the government has a lot to do. They have a lot to do. They should not even blame the society or the people. Hmm. You see, uh, when you talk of information, if you gather information and give to the security people, they will be the one to review. They will be the one to tell the tell people that they are the one that brought the information to them. What I would just advise all of us to do is that we should please be security conscious. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, thank you for your thoughts. I'm tr- still trying to understand what he said there. But uh, we're still taking more calls. 80 1079 and 0907 Hello? Hello, good morning. Good morning. <coughs> Hakim Karim and uh, Lulu. Yes. Good morning to you. Good morning to you too. And uh, you know, I need enough you now. Yeah. I think the young people are, uh, is like we are speaking against their party. Everybody is defending his party. 
The government of the day, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an ex military officer. Let me tell you, mm. the government of the day must be proactive. Mm. Proactive in the sense that they, they, uh, um, uh, these people kill one person in Panseke. Mm. That is when they should have declared uh, 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 Yes. And then start to search for these people that are in form of. They say they are courtists. There are many. Mm. I schooled in my, I, I, I passed out from my, my Joe Grammar School. In oh, Mafoli, these people are, they are engineering, nothing from Lagos. Mm. I, in Mafoli, they are all there. Adam, I live in Oluo, Abuli Oluo. Mm. They are all there, they should search for them. Mm. There is no proactivity mm. from the, go, the state government level. You network. Mm. Your state government should network with the federal government and then scatter out those people before they now started killing those people. They are so proactive. People are living on the hard out of politicians and they are trying to defend all these people on, on the radio. There is no proactivity in this government. Mm. Then look at the economy. Economy is in shambles. How much did they make dollar in 2015? And now it is five four, so it's around six hundred. How many percentage? Three hundred percent. Ten more seconds, please. Look at it. Mm. They, they, Akim is right. Mm. We are not in good hands. Mm. And some people say that they are for class in accounting. They are the leader of APC. Okay. And when there was um, a lockdown, they said continue to, to print uh, uh, Naira. So they should continue to print dollar also. Is that the economy without the backing of any gold or any, anything, productivity? That's not economy. They should leave the stage for the All right, all right. You should pass time. Way past time. Uh, okay, still take. Uh, oh my, time is far spent. Oh my. Oh my, we have to draw the curtains on today's edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. But before we leave, Akim Karim, there was a time, you know, today you talked about the federal government's responsibility. Later, you moved on to state government. Then you talked about individuals. You talked about religious leaders. It seems the responsibility to make Nigeria better. It's collective. It's it's a collective. We all have to play our roles. But the truth is that in playing our roles, Mm. we have different roles to play. Mm. I play my role as a media person. You play your role. But some people have been elected to, with the resources to solve our problems. Mm. Is the weight of the roles the same? Not at all. Not at all. But then people come on the radio to come and support government, to support failure. And now they want to consolidate failure in 2023. Akim Karim, thank you, you for be being on the program. Uh, my name is Lulu Fadaju. Thank you for being a part of Freshly Pressed today on Fresh 107.9 FM. Freshly Pressed will be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. Stick around. Fresh 107.9. Your feel-good radio is just a dial away. This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. 107.9. Your feel-good radio is fresh just a dial away. We play R&B, reggae, hip-hop, apala, juju and fuji, afro, gospel, Islamic music and more. 107.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Go, 